Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Beat Exam Stress podcast with me, your host, Claire Yosa. And you can find the show notes and resources for today's episode at beatexamstress.com forward slash 007. Now, I'm actually deviating from what I promised you last week with comparisonitis. I'm going to do that as a video and article for you instead. So keep an eye on your inbox if you've got the beatexamstress.com newsletter. And I'm changing the topic because this is one that I've seen coming up with so many parents this week. If you're listening to this episode when it's published, it is now early May in the UK and we have GCSE season starting in less than two weeks. So many parents I'm seeing are struggling to get their teens to revise. So today I want to talk to you about turning this around is why there's no point in your child revising when they're stressed. So here's the thing. When we're stressed, you've probably heard me talk about this already on the site, it fires off all of the hormone and chemical reactions in our brain that put cortisol and adrenaline through our system, ready to decide whether to fight, whether to run, whether to freeze, that fight-flight-freeze mechanism. This diverts the blood flow in your brain from the prefrontal cortex that's brilliant at revising and doing strategic thinking and seeing connections between things and remembering things to the primal part of the brain in the area of the amygdala that is responsible for survival. Now, when that happens, information other than survival information will not go in. When somebody's really stressed, if you've got a colleague at work who's really stressed and you're telling them something, the likelihood of them retaining that information and being able to talk to you about it the next day is really, really low. When we're stressed, we process information differently. If your child is stressed, those stress hormones are flooding their system. They are triggering the emotions of stress and worry and anxiety. They will be telling themselves stories about why they're stressed, perhaps why they're not good enough, perhaps why they're going to fail, perhaps why the exams are going to be too hard. When all of that is happening, what is the likelihood of them remembering the dates from their history? Yeah, it's close to zero. So trying to force our kids to revise when they're stressed is a route to failure. Now, I've got a video for you on three warning signs, three early warning signs that your child is struggling with exam stress because they're not always obvious. So make sure you go to the show notes page at beatexamstress.com forward slash podcast forward slash 007 to watch that video. But here's what you can do once you've spotted that your child is stressed and that revision is not working. So they will be doing the fight, flight, freeze response. They will either be attacking their work and you'll never see them, or they're going to be fighting and objecting and refusing to do their revision, which sometimes comes across as being laid back and I don't need to do it yet. They're resisting it. Or they're going to freeze and it'll be rabbit in headlights. Here's how you can turn it around. The first thing is move away from the desk Okay, if your child is struggling with exam stress and they've got anxiety running and worry and that really they're not going to be able to process the information they're revising, expecting that to change by staying, sitting in the same position in the same place is just crazy. Get them away from the desk and do something with them that raises their endorphin levels, their happy chemicals, yeah? 
It might be dancing. It might be going for a run. It might be doing some sport. It might be going for a walk outdoors. Something that gets them breathing more deeply, moving their body. In the NLP world, we call it changing state. And you physically, you're shaking out somehow the effects in the body of those stress and worry and anxiety, hormones and thoughts. So that is the first thing you can do is go and boost their endorphins through some healthy way. It will help to reset the entire nervous system. Then you can maybe have a chat with them about what's really going on for them, what kind of stories they're telling themselves in their head, how they're feeling, how you can help them. So that's number one. Number two away from the desk is a mindful grounding breath. There's an audio for this if you've got my seven and a half quick fixes for exam stress. That's at beatexamstress.com forward slash quick fix. The key is some mindful breathing, getting them out of their head and into their body. Deep breath in through the nose and out with a sigh, imagining they can breathe out through their feet, yeah? just letting it go, get them to do three of those and then maybe just sit or stand there with their eyes softly closed, spending 60 seconds becoming aware of the physical sensations of breathing. That 60 seconds is enough to be resetting the nervous system. When we're stressed, when we're anxious, when we're worried, we trigger the sympathetic nervous system, which is what gets this fight, flight, freeze response kicking off. That 60 seconds of mindful breathing helps that to stand down. The parasympathetic nervous system that's responsible for relaxation comes back into force and you can have that balanced where your child can be relaxed but alert. The third technique that I've been using with my son at the moment as he's been going through exam stress (laughs) is time traveling. So when you've got them calm, and they're basically grounded, maybe they've done the endorphins, maybe they've done some mindful breathing, is getting them to imagine how it's going to feel when the exams are done and they've got that sense of achievement of knowing that they've done their best and knowing that they've completed. It's helping them to connect with the feelings of how that's going to be when they know they've got through their exam weeks and they've done the best job they could. If you get them to imagine that as a full sensory experience, imagine how their body will feel, imagine how they'll be standing, imagine how they'll be smiling, imagine the kind of things they'll see, both in the real world and in their head, the kind of things they'll be thinking. When they connect with how it will feel to have done a great job, not only have you reset their nervous system, but you're giving them something to aim for. So the thing with exams is... This happens even more for boys than it does for girls. It's unless they've got connected to some kind of big why, why am I doing these other than I have to, then there's very little to motivate them to put the effort in that they need for revision, practice and preparation. When you can connect them with how it's going to feel when they're done, when they know they've done their best, when they know they've put the effort in, when they know that they've done as well as they can, then it gives them something to aim for. When you anchor that feeling in by practicing it as, yeah, this is how I'm going to feel. This is why I'm doing it, is I want that feeling. You can connect them with that when they're revising. This gives them that alert but relaxed concentration. It gives them the happy hormones in their body. It gives them access to the prefrontal cortex in their brain that they need to be using to get the most out of their revision. And 
It might even get them smiling. So it's a time travel technique, and I'm sure you can find a way to play with this with your child to help them connect with their why, which is how am I going to feel when this is done? So I'd love to hear from you over at the show notes, beatexamstress.com forward slash 007. How could you help your child to get in the right mood for revising? Because the right mood for revising is also going to be the right mood for the exam. When you get anchored into that physiological state, that relaxed, happy, alert, calm, focused, concentrating frame of mind, when you're revising, if your child does it every time they revise, they're going to be able to easily access that in the exam. That is going to give them their best chance of doing their best performance under exam conditions. And the more they practice it, the easier it will be for them to do the exam in that state rather than in stress and worry. So resources I've got to help you, the seven and a half quick fixes for exam stress training, which is at beatexamstress.com forward slash quick fix. And I've also got our next live training, which if you're listening to the podcast the day it comes out, is Thursday the 3rd of May. You can get the replay and I'll be running it again the week that the exams start. It's EFT for exam stress, tapping, doing a monkey impression, I call it. It's using the body's energy meridians to clear out the emotions, the stress and the worry and access physiological and mental and emotional states that are more positive for revision and exams. It's taking the stress out, making it easier for your child to concentrate, to feel calmer. It's a webinar, teaching webinar for parents, teachers and tutors. If you'd like to join me for that, it's beatexamstress.com forward slash next hyphen live hyphen training. So I'd love to hear how you get on with this, whether this resonates for you, whether you've got things that you do with your child to help them, and what happens when you play with some of these techniques, turning this around. On the show notes page, you'll also find my article for you on how to keep your cool when your child is kicking off with exam stress, because that's really important when you're doing this. They will feel your stress. So come and find me at beatexamstress.com forward slash podcast forward slash 007. And I will be back next week in the week before the GCSEs start with how you can give your child a daily confidence boost so they really start to believe in themselves, which is critical to doing well in exams. I hope you found this useful today. I'd love to see you on the EFT training. That would make such a difference for your child and for you. And I'll be back next week with episode eight. Have a fantastic week. 